Hello and welcome to the Kent Voices podcast with me, your host, Charlie Gurr. Today, we're talking to staff and volunteers who collaborate in the Kent Community Oasis Garden, which is a lovely green space on the Canterbury campus at the University of Kent, where students, colleagues and community members can get involved. Listen on to find out more about it and how you can get involved. Okay, well, I'm Debbie and I'm the coordinator of the Kent Cog Project. And I'm Marge and I'm just a community volunteer. I'm Gaia and I'm a student. I'm Rebecca and I'm a student. Uh, I'm Lucy and I'm a student and a Canterbury resident, so kind of a community volunteer as well. And I'm Emily, I'm the sustainability coordinator at the university. And I'm Bella, I'm also a student. Okay, so if you were to try and define a Kent Cog, sort of how would you define it? Calming, I would say definitely calming and relaxing. That is probably the first two words that come to my mind. Very mindful. Well, it's a community garden, um, which is a, a garden which is, has a community of students, staff and um, members of the community. And it's a sustainable project where we aim to make um, the gardening as sustainable as we can. Um, and we work with nature because it's an organic garden. So we want to make sure we have nature in the green space so that it helps us with our gardening. And it's a project which brings everyone together in a kind of um, in a shared space where we can change things and um, construct new meaning to things in that in that space. But it's a space that we enjoy being in. So it's a, it's a nice green space yes. where you work with nature and everyone can do something in there. You know, whatever your skills, whatever you whatever your knowledge, um, people have always got something that they can contribute and share. So it's an exciting place to kind of work. Um, I would also say it's a wonderful place of learning because you go in and get to speak to people who have all this different experience. And um, I, I knew very little about gardening before starting and now I feel a lot more capable. So it's actually been like a wonderful, a really wonderful place to kind of gain some skills in a, like a really like chill environment. Yeah, same. I, I never gardened before, so it was a very good place to start. <laughs> Even for, for students that don't have... Um, you know, a garden in space and they don't they don't spend much time outdoors. It's good because you can just go outdoor and you have your own vegetables and it's just nice. <laughs> I know some of you mentioned about not really being involved in gardening up until uh, joining. So how did you all find out about it? Did you all find out in a similar kind of way or did you sort of discover it uh, individually? So I found out about it because I took a course in sustainability with Emily, who was here as well. Um, and she told me about it in my first back in my first year, so before Corona. And then this year I decided to, like I, rem- I remembered about it, and I decided to come back and see how it was. And it was really good. <laughs> and from that I just stayed. I do an environmentally focused course, and actually it was mentioned by several of the, uh, the sort of lecture uh, lecturers and teaching staff that there was a garden here that we could get involved with and um I wanted to come down in 2020 but obviously unfortunately no wait 2021 last year um and the garden was shut but yeah so it was actually it was really really nice that people at the university were letting students know about it and I heard about it from about four or five different people I think so I popped down um yeah and I joined with guy as well because I don't my degree doesn't um have any sort of sustainability or environmental Thing. So it's been nice for me to do sort of a break from everything I do at uni and um, do something completely different and um, get to know everyone at the garden as well. 
I just came across it on a walk with a friend actually <laughs> so the first time I found it by accident but um she knew more about it than I did and encouraged me to come along when I could and so I'm really grateful that I've got the opportunity to work some more up here this year with my placement and Marge how did you find it but I'm from the community garden in Wistful, which is a much smaller scale. And I knew how valuable it was for people of all different age groups and to lose themselves and anything else that may be going on in their lives by being outdoors. It's very, very important. You can lose all track of time. <laughs> Hours could go by. You say, oh, is that the time? You haven't thought about anything other than what you're doing in the garden. Obviously, this is a podcast, but people, I, we're both on a Zoom call, and uh, I just suddenly saw a, a furry, furry head pop up on the screen. Do you want to um, let me know what, what that's about? She's our mascot. She has special permission mascot, to be in the garden. Yes. Yeah, it's the plus. If you come to your garden, you get pet therapy from Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> Monty Don has his dog, so we have Lucy. Oh, yes. it's a garden retriever, yes. by the way. <laughs> Exactly like <laughs> So you mentioned that uh, Lucy uh, is on site. In terms of sort of green space and things, what is there uh, on the site that people can sort of get involved with? Everything at the moment, Charlie, because we're re-establishing the space after being shut for so long. And so you can imagine we've started off with brambles, nettles, plenty of other weeds. And now we're getting it back. It's beginning to look beautiful. So we're all ready to start planting. Yeah, so um, it's coming up to spring. And so yes. it's time to start planting our seeds. So we've put a lot of work into developing an allotment garden. So um, <clears throat> we've got a really good program of seeds um, so that we can grow vegetables um, in the allotment garden, which is going to be starting. The seed planting is going to be starting this week. And um, we do have some fruit trees on site and some nut trees on site. So they're always um, available when the season arrives for those. And then we've been developing a biodiversity garden, which is our garden for pollinators to increase the amount of um, wild activity we have on site and bring some more nature back in. And so um, there's a lot of planting that's gonna go on in there in the flower kind of um, side of things, if that's your interest. And then apart from that, we are rebuilding a lot of the habitats that should be on site as well. So we're going to be developing our pond really soon, hopefully. And um, we build log piles and we have um, community volunteers who come and do, I mean, student volunteers as well, who come and build bug hotels for us and things like that. So there's lots of opportunities to get involved in seed planting, in physical garden tasks, in developing ideas around um, habitats that you think should be created on site um, and, you know, planting in flowers, hopefully, when we get a little more into that season. And that's just now. And obviously it's a changing space that changes with the seasons. So as the seasons change, there'll be other jobs that we have to do. So it's all about kind of working with nature and there's always something to do and there's never a shortage of things to do as well. You forgot to mention that we're planning to do, which probably would interest students, that we're planning to do a cocktail herb section. Yeah, we've got a herb area that we're, that we're redeveloping so that we can have a cocktail or mocktail section for the herb garden and a tea section for the herb garden and a medicinal section for the herb garden. So it's kind of looking at how we use herbs and linking that to recipes and things. So, yeah. So we heard from some of the uh, volunteers there that are on the call, but who else can get involved with the garden? Um, well, the garden is 
open to anyone from the community it's open to everyone so anyone from the community who wants to come along and get involved any student who wants to come along no matter what they know or you know what what they might want to bring you know it's open to everyone any of the staff who want to get involved they can also take part so it really is open to everyone and we're open on Wednesdays and Fridays between 10 and 2 and you can just turn up and see, you know, see what you can get involved in, see how you feel about it, see what's going on. So, you know, it really is open and that's the idea of it. So we're not exclusive in any way. We're trying to be as inclusive as possible. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just about realising that it's not necessarily just for those people who know how to garden or who want to garden because there's no. lots of other things to do as well. It's just about people who want to be with other people in the community and be in a green space outdoors and while we're there we happen to be doing some gardening or some nature-based activities so that's what it's about really okay so you mentioned uh, uh it's you do on a wednesday and a friday so what were you, you generally doing a, a typical session what would you generally do what have you been doing in your sessions it's very very different things every week you come up and there's something different to do i've been painting vegetable beds we've been we've been planting seeds um last week uh, which was very nice. We've been, uh, you know, cutting branches and digging out trees. Oh, yeah, digging <laughs> out trees. We've been building a flower bed area. And I think that's really nice to see yeah. because when we first arrived in September, in September, it was very, you know, horrible and left it, you know, there was there were a lot of weeds. Uh, a lot of like branches and trees and mm-hmm. and now we've cleared everything and now it's it's getting starting to it's beginning to look yeah. very nice it's beginning very to look nice. careful and we planted flowers there like a, a couple of weeks ago so yeah. it's, it's going to be nice to see it blossom yeah, <laughs> yeah. I swear I never do the same thing twice in, no. in like in, in like every couple of weeks it's always something different and it's also like it really depending on like uh, your capabilities and what yeah. you want to do like you know no one's going to make you do any like heavy lifting if you don't want to do it there's so, so much like there's so much variety and so many different things you can do so yeah it's really you, know, you always have the choice yeah definitely. really you arrive there and you're always, you know you're you've got options and you can choose whatever you feel like doing that day even if you prefer maybe working more by yourself on a specific day or like socialize more you can really like just do whatever you feel like doing it's very it's like free space yeah yeah and we've been trying to take plastic out of the garden because we because it's sustainable yeah. sustainable yeah. space and so we've been trying to remove all the plastic and using cardboard from around the university to make it a mulch so that we can uh, change the garden from how it has been and make it more organic friendly so it's a no dig garden as well so we've been trying to encourage all the worms and you know so there's been a lot of work on sort of putting compost in beds and covering it up and those kinds of things to make these no dig beds work so um so yeah so we always have tea breaks very oh, nice yeah. tea breaks <laughs> <laughs> yeah. biscuits it's great always a tea break <laughs> So we've heard a bit about how everyone found out about uh, Kent Cog, but why did everyone decide that that was what they wanted to do? Was there something in particular sort of persuaded them or did they just feel that it was right for them? I just liked it from the start. It was just such a nice environment. You just feel good when you get when you do it and when you get out of it, you just feel like refreshed. Um, it's a nice thing to do, yeah. But it's nice to the social side. Yeah. 
yeah. just listening to a variety of people and what they've got to say. Yeah. Very, very nice. It always is in life. And I think that was one of the hardest things about COVID, mm. that it was shutting people away from each other. I suppose my perspective is, as from working with the university and sort of starting the project, really my hope for the project was to create a space that um, people enjoyed being in, that they felt good in, that they felt welcomed in, but also um, the kind of intergenerational mixing so that we could have um, students mixing with community members of all different ages. Um, and one of the biggest sort of delights for me is seeing We've got volunteers like Marge and Brian who are like super knowledgeable and um, teaching what they know to our students. I think that's that's always been such a highlight for me. And so from a sustainability point of view, um, it, you're sort of ticking two boxes. You're, you've got the same food element, you've got working with nature, but really that social sustainability part is actually the kind of core of the garden. You know, even if we met for four hours and didn't do any gardening, I would still think it was successful because of how people are making friends, um, mm. breaking down barriers um, and things like, you know, just social isolation, particularly post-COVID, as Marge said, mm. bringing mm. people back together in a safe outdoor space. So um, for me, you know, it's just been wonderful to see the project develop. And, you know, it's nice for me to spend my Wednesdays <laughs> in the garden rather than <laughs> in the office. Um, seeing, you know, for my own well-being, just being able to come out and see one of my projects actually living and breathing is just a, like a wonderful privilege, really. So you mentioned about sort of the social aspect. Um, what else do, do people enjoy about uh, about being a part of it? I just think as well, sort of in a social way, but also as a student, it's easy to just go to uni and then you're sort of on the campus in quite an urban area and then that's sort of all you do. So I think it's a nice additional space to make yourself go into as well so sort of like moving to Canterbury for university you get stuck in the sort of just maybe going to town and campus and then that can become a bit same old you know your routine doesn't change much I'd say probably more as a, a first year as well you can get stuck in sort of your dorm room and that's sort of your own environment so it's nice to have another environment and also it being such a different environment sort of what Marge was saying about like time and stuff as well mm. it's a nice break from your studies and sort of having everything in a tight routine. There's something that's like very refreshing about being in a community space as well where everyone's sort of coming together to almost do something for the, the common good you know create a little bit of biodiversity create somewhere where people can grow vegetables like that's um I feel like that's almost a rarity these days actually getting people out and involved so it's it's really kind of special to be able to go to a place where people are working towards the same sort of just like very wholesome goal like that's that's quite special I think. And it also feels like we're a team of people, aren't we? We all know each other and yes. new people come and, and you know, there's a core of people. And, and yeah, and it's, yeah, and it's like you see your friends, you know, when you when you come to the garden and you, you know, it's nice to see people, you know, and, and that's a huge part of what we do there, really. So has anyone got a particular memory or experience they've had uh, that particularly sticks out for them, whether it's a funny experience or the, the best experience they've had? Oh, yes, I would go, go on. Go on, then. <laughs> I would like to say, you and me doing that base building. Yeah, when, when we sort of first reopened after COVID, we had to repair our rabbit-proof fence um, because, obviously, the rabbits on campus 
just eat all of our vegetables. Um, <laughs> but on the day, there was, it was quite a windy, horrible day. And to be honest, it was just me and Marge mostly. <laughs> and so we took it upon ourselves to try and fix this fence. And I mean, the short story is both me and Marge ended up in the ditch that the fence was meant to be in. And, and I mean, it was a sight to behold. At the time, it didn't feel oh. funny. But <laughs> I think um, if anyone oh, saw it. us, they would have just thought, what, what on earth is going on? Yeah. Uh, we've had some good experiences with robins as well haven't we oh yeah, yeah. oh beautiful we've got some resident robins on on the site yeah. and they come up really close when we're gardening and they come inside the the potting shed as well don't they when we're kind of uh, not in there i mean just having lucy the dog in the garden is always fun because you know she she bosses us around when <laughs> yes. she doesn't get her way um she's great at catching flies which is useful especially for <laughs> day um and just she's just a nice comfort I think for some people that come to the garden um especially if they're feeling a bit overwhelmed sometimes especially when you're new to meet a whole new group of people is quite it's quite a lot and yes. so to actually have a dog there that you can kind of sit with and stroke and and just have a kind of uh, just a calming presence. I think Lucy, um, the dog, is very much kind of mascot for the for the garden and what we kind of stand for. So fun, bossy, <laughs> and um, you know, welcoming. <laughs> I often talk to Lucy before they start to communicate with other people. Yeah, and that's a good start. And the next thing they know, they're engaging with one other person, then two, and then. Within not very long, they know the whole group and they're quite relaxed. So you mentioned about sort of feeling relaxed after sessions. And would you say that it's sort of beneficial on a, on a mental health point of view as well, particularly obviously with the pandemic and people not being able to get out and interact with people? So would you say after the session, you kind of feel more relaxed and, and able to kind of, you've almost satisfied that social need almost of being able to get out and talk to people then? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yes, yeah, it's very true. Definitely. I, I always leave feeling way more chipper yeah. than I did when I started. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. We've got like, we just, well, let me just set up a well-being scale. We've got a series of marble jars is the best way to explain it with faces on, which is a scale from one to five of how you're feeling. And so generally people say how they're feeling when they arrive and they put a marble in the jar that represents that best. And then when they're leaving, they put a marble in the jar that represents how they're feeling at the end of the session. And generally it shows that I always people... find out that I always like I'm yeah. always happier after. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One thing is that you don't see like people are not generally on their phone. I feel like that's very tiring uh, mentally. Uh, yeah, and yeah. when when you're in the garden, you just forget about that area of that aspect of your life. Like people just forget their phones and you just they just don't start all of a sudden they start talking to each other. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> For those people that are not sure whether this is for them or they've, they've not had experience with gardening or might see gardening not something as, as a young people think, what would you say to them? Why, why would you think they should still uh, consider joining? Well, it's just not about gardening. It's not no. all there is there. It's just because you hear gardening, you think, oh, it's for older people. It's not my thing, especially for students. But it's not like that. Uh, it's, some, it's just enjoyable because you're in a space where, like, yeah, all the community, you get to interact with people from different ages and it's just a break from the busyness of everyday life and the stress of 
uni work for students and normal work for like people in the community and it's just good and relaxing well, I think I think everybody should give it a go. Like you never you never know if you're gonna enjoy something or if it's gonna really vibe with you until you go and try it. And um, you know, even if the gardening aspect isn't for you, I think there is so much benefit to be gained from just being outside. People do not spend enough of their time with sort of in green spaces these days. I mean, for lack of availability, certainly, but you know, it's it's so good for just general well-being to kind of be out there and interact. Uh, with with nature that it's it's so worth just coming and giving it a go to be perfectly honest because you might really find something that you love doing and that's always worth it yeah no one's going to force you anyway so if you went oh. one week and then you were like okay I really hate doing the composting you can pick and choose what suits yeah. you and then if you really don't want to do that sort yeah. of work you can go and find something else or just social. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just come get and hang out. Come yeah. there and hang out. And it's lovely to see you young people without continually on your phones <laughs> actually communicating face to face. And I think that's been a bit of a loss to heart over mm. the last few years. Yeah. From a older person's point of view yeah no, definitely for a young person's point of view as well yeah, yeah. i feel like we're increasingly like stacking you're our detached. own generation group mm. you're and detached. we can connect yeah it's lovely to see yeah. a lot of the young people change over the time yes it's a different way of life for you no, that's the point. You're gonna try it. Try it out. I think you can you can come come at it from lots of different angles as well because you can come and it can be something that say you want to work on your confidence. Like it's such a nice welcoming space to kind of build up your you know your communication skills um doing practical tasks can give you a really good confidence boost actually seeing something long-term succeed you know when you plant a seed you have no idea if it will actually germinate you'll have no, you have no idea whether it will actually produce anything so being able to be part of that kind of slow learning can really build your confidence in, in yourself um, and your abilities but also I think just you know, if you're someone that thinks, oh, I'd like to do a bit more exercise, like gardening is like a really gentle way of exercising your body. So if you're someone that's like, oh, the gym isn't really for me, try gardening because gardening will exercise every muscle in your body <laughs> without actually, you know, it's it's accessible. So, you know, it might be that you haven't moved for a while. It might be that you're just getting back into it. Gardening is just a really gentle way to sort of build up your strength. So there's lots of different ways to sort of approach it. It depends on your interests. And also, I should mention that so the volunteers get first dibs on all the food that we grow. So it's free food. So if, if for no other reason than that, you can come and get free healthy food in the growing season. So that hopefully should um, encourage some people to come along. Yeah, no, it's true. Like me and Becky, about a week ago, we were at the Good Shed, like the organic market in town, and there were so many good vegetable, like organic vegetables, and they were quite expensive. And I just turned back and it was like, you know, we're getting those for free. <laughs> so you mentioned about being able to sort of have the produce that you make uh, on site. So do you think the garden can sort of try and challenge sort of consumerism culture and the idea of sort of radical sort of counterculture agenda and kind of sustainability goals that you have? So would you say that? that's kind of the aim of the garden? Yeah, I think um, when we first set it up, the main aim was to provide a growing space and to link it with wellbeing. 
Um, but out of that, we it really has developed as kind of a subversive space to kind of mainstream culture. Um, the garden is very sort of anti-consumerism. It's very much rooted in community. It's rooted in the power of people, um, using what we've got, using nature's principles when we garden. So we don't use things like pesticides or herbicides, things like that. The idea was to just really create a space that was completely different to sort of central campus. Um, so that students particularly can kind of get away and experience something different. Um, and, you know, our partner on the project is East Kent Mind. So there's that whole area of mental health. And it's not just about um, if someone's struggling with their mental health, of course, garden is good for them, but also just developing your own mental health toolkit. So just sort of topping up your well-being, I call it. And just by being outside, getting some vitamin D from the sun, um, reconnecting with the earth. And sometimes I think some of these things can sound a little bit sort of out there. But actually, the science supports everything that, you know, we stand for. The science is there. It's like gardening, being outside, getting sunlight is all really good for you. So even if you're someone that thinks, well, I'm, you know, my mental health's fine. I don't need to go to a garden that's about that. Well, actually, it's about looking after your mental health, just as you kind of look after your um, your physical health by eating well or going to the gym or whatever it is you choose to do. You, you kind of have to do that for your, your brain as well. And so by creating a space that is away from that kind of mainstream culture of, you know, the grind and um, everything that you've got to fit into the day, it, it's not about that. And actually that provides a really good space for your head um, to actually just take a break, like switch off. Like Marge said, time kind of disappears because you're not worrying about anything. You're kind of just focusing on the task, having fun, meeting people, have a cup of tea. Um, and I think that's really important, particularly in sustainability because, the, the world's slightly scary at the moment yeah. <laughs> um, and especially I think the climate crisis particularly the anxiety people have around that particularly young people um, to actually have a project that is actively working on something that is uh, a positive solution to the climate crisis uh, but also a space where people's got shared values shared aims I think can help lower that general anxiety um, in the first place so yeah I think that was kind of the the aim that came out of the growing project um, and that I'm sort of really pleased with them sort of pull out. So for those that are listening to this and thinking, you know what, this sounds like something I'd like to give it a go. Uh, what should they do? Where will they find uh, the garden? So the garden is located at the back of Parkwood, which is a student village on the Canterbury campus. On our website, we've got like a video that actually shows you how to get there from the sports centre. Um, and we're also on Google Maps as well, so you can just find us on there. Um, but yeah, we're based at the Canterbury campus. Um, and if people want to come along, all they have to do is actually just turn up. So we're open Wednesdays and Fridays, 10 till 2. So um, anyone, student, community member, staff member, they can just show up, just bring themselves. Um, and myself or Debbie will be there to sort of welcome them in, introduce them to everyone. Um, and they don't have to bring anything. Um, so really, it's just it's as easy as that. Anyone can come when um, when they feel like they want to. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> so it's um it's Kent underscore community underscore oasis underscore garden. Okay, so lastly, what three words uh, would you use to describe uh, Kent Cog, and why would you use those three words? Um, if I go first, I would describe it as fun, um, subversive, and I think just joyous. It's a joyful yes. place to be. Yeah. I'd say rewarding, different. 
and um, something along joyfulness as well, like just enjoyable, like which, like we've been saying about having to think too much. Yeah, I would say definitely different, but in a good way, so positively different. Let's connect the two with wicked one. Beautiful. It's definitely a beautiful space in all of its aspects. Yeah, rewarding our kids, rewarding. And seeing it coming together, and there's a lot of pride in that. I would say rewarding, sociable, and you learn. I think one that we haven't had yet is welcoming. So welcoming. Yeah, yeah it's just everybody's so fun. So I guess, yeah, I'm not, I would definitely say rewarding, welcoming, fun for my three. I mean, I'm on calming and collaborative at the moment, and I wanted another C, but my brain's still <laughs> But no, rewarding. And I mean, the, the education side of it as well is, is absolutely fabulous. And I think maybe we haven't even gone into how how great it is to be able to. And that it's all it's like a free, it's a free and it's a wonderful thing that you can just come and learn and then take to your own space if you're lucky enough to have one. And um, yeah, grow your own stuff. Like, how good is that? <laughs> I think, yeah, I would just say that, um, you know, as the staff member involved, it's just um it is a privilege to be part of the project and I, I think I'm very thankful to all the volunteers because they do just volunteer their time for free um, and the space would not be what it is without all the volunteers so um, I think for anyone new that's coming in you know you are truly valued by the project and the people that run the project and um, you know we are always you know happy to have new people in um, so yeah we, we're, we're ready to welcome new people. Uh, that want to come in. Yeah, come. Yeah. Come and garden. <laughs> <laughs> come <and> <laughs> Unfortunately, that's all we have time for on this episode of Kent Voices. This podcast was brought to you by Student Services at the University of Kent. For more information, visit www.kent.ac.uk forward slash student services. <laughs>